Welcome to Golf Better at Worldwide Golf Shops, episode 227. Hello everyone, Tom Brussell here. Thanks so much for joining us. If you're a first-time listener, long-timer with us, or maybe somewhere in the middle, either way, we are just glad that you joined us, especially glad you joined us today. Our guest joins us from out in Southern California. He really needs no introduction at all. He is a legend in club making on the putter side of the house from Titleist Golf, Mr. Scotty Cameron. Scotty, thanks so much for joining us. It is great to have you with us. You got it. Hey, Scotty, if you wouldn't mind, share with our listeners and all of us a little bit about how you got started in the business and how this really this fantastic marriage with Titleist Golf came about. Well, Tom, I, um, my father was an insurance investigator and uh, loved the game of golf and was a tinker. And he would refinish persimmon woods, primarily the old McGregor Tommy armors and all that. And uh, he'd take me around to different swap meets and and uh, driving ranges, and he was always hunting for, you know, the deep-faced George Bear and the Tommy Armors and the Byron Nelsons. And uh, his passion was just uh, um, fascinating to me when I was a young kid. So he'd educate me on why they did this and why the toe was like this and why it was fan like this. And uh, so as I was a kid in the garage with my father, I loved putters and the uh, zebra putter back in 74 hit me over the head. You know, it's just like I saw this beautiful piece with stripes with a chrome sole plate that you could adjust on the inside for weights. And then the grip uh, and the head cover matched the head. And a lot of the head cover stuff that I do was really inspiration from that. Back in the day, it just kind of matched. So with my father in the garage, he passed away when I was 13, but he uh, just, you know, if you're going to do it, you're going to do it right. Here's a workshop. He bought me a very small tabletop mill, and I continued to make putters for myself after he had passed, and then playing high school golf and then college golf, I'd make them for my friends, and those friends ended up on different tours, mini tours around the world, until I was finally contacted by a company that said, hey, we know you're making these for these players. We want you to make them for us, and that's a bit how it got started. Wow, and when you were combing those thrift shops and flea markets and all for old clubs, did you ever think that that one day you'd have a line that is that is kind of romanced in the industry? I mean, that's a fantastic story. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's it's you know, the lead of my father of his passion was uh passed to me and you know, every Monday I look forward to coming in and creating something, you know, sleeker, cooler, sexier better feeling, better performing, and everything from heads to shafts to grips to head covers. Um, there's a lot to do, so I'm, uh, I'm thrilled to be doing it because I still enjoy it. Scotty, with club fitting being more, more of the norm now with consumers, they're buying into club fitting. Talk about the importance of putter fitting. It seems like in the past we'd grab a few out of the corral, putt with it, and walk to the register with it. Would, to share with us your thoughts on getting custom fit for putting. Well, it's just like drivers and irons, and uh, do you have to do it? You do not. But are you better off to do it and have better information to make better choices to get equipment that works better for you? Absolutely. 
So it's not a must, but I highly recommend, whether it's, you know, a, a driver fitting, but putters. Back about 20 years ago, I took that serious. And the main reason why, on tour, showing my putters to Gene Sowers and David Grahams and David Frost of that day, I needed the facts to prove to them that I wasn't just another guy out there schlepping putters, that I designed things around performance and then getting into shafts about shaft flex and a putter was amazing to guys, but I could show through high-speed video that shaft flex and putters, head weights and putters, length of shaft relative to head weight affects shaft flex. So I, I think I was really the first one to take putting um, serious, but you know, back in the day, they didn't have the high-speed video or the computer, so I was kind of in that early stage 20 years ago of, with a newer technology, I had things I needed to know, so when I, I'm in front of the best player in the world, I wasn't speaking from my thoughts or theories, I was speaking from facts. So to be fit... We set up a, a gallery in Encinitas, California, and the reason I found that the pros came to my studio here and were so amazed on the results of they could see themselves and understand the performance of the ball versus the putter versus the player and how they all work together. So I set this up where the consumer can come to Scotty Cameron Gallery and simply to see those same facts of understanding, and I call it the art of putting, how the ball is affected by the putter and the putter is affected by the player and how they all come together. So fitting is a wonderful thing. It can only help you, um, so I recommend it highly. You mentioned the greatest players in the world. What do some of those players, the tour players, look for in putting, either putters or putting, that amateurs might just not just take for granted, just something that that they're looking at? Um, little things, for example, grips. You know, the grip things have changed, and bigger grips, and we're seeing a trend uh, that it's gotten too big and guys kind of wandering back to a midsize. So a lot on tour, we find that uh, when a guy uses more of a face balance, bigger type of mallet, the face balance wants to uh, create a stroke that's more square to square, and a larger grip works better, which is a more mechanical, larger muscles. But when you put a large grip on kind of a heel-shafted blade, when it gets too big, that heel-shafted blade is more for a guy that likes uh, more flow to the putter head, more arc, more feel of a guy like a Crenshaw versus a robotic square to square. So choosing a grip to fit your putter are trends from the tour guys we've seen arcing strokes or smaller grips for more feel and a square to square robotic stroke, larger grips seemed, and I agree with this very much, seemed to be going on that type of a putter. Hey, Scott, let's talk about what's new out there for, for you. Obviously, you get the new Futura line. It is absolutely beautiful. Like it always is. Share with us a little bit about that. What went into that? Well, we had the Golo line, and the three lines, there was always one line that would kind of get bypassed. So we decided to break that up, and the putters that fit most into the select line, we redesigned them for that. And then the Futura line, 
uh, we passed over what would work in that. So now the two lines, we kind of have heel and toe weighted blades um, in the select line, but the Futura line then was completely redesigned, and the thoughts behind it, again, for more of the golfer, the square-to-square type of stroke, bigger sight lines, but multi-material in the Futura line. So we have an aluminum face sole, but then the stainless steel shell surrounding it for the perimeter weighting. So using materials for sound and feel, but using weighting of stainless for that higher MOI to put the weight where we need it most. But in between the two, Tom, we have put a vibration dampening membrane that we can actually enhance the feel for different golfers or optimize the feel of the putter. So it's really high tech. It's a very high MOI, simply meaning off center hits, there's less resistance of twist. So if you're a guy that's more robotic, if square to square, like a bigger grip, this is right up your alley. And we've done different materials like the 6061 aircraft aluminum, um, and I've anodized that, but I've, I've bead blasted before anodized and knocked down the glare. So I'm big in the way the putter looks, sits, sound, and feel, which all translates into performance, meaning you gain confidence through sound and feel, the way it sits, the way it aims, the sight lines, and even down to the grip can make you feel more comfortable, giving more confidence, and actually putting better. Yeah, so somebody who has a Futura Phantom from, say, 2002 or whatnot, uh, if they picked up one of these, they would see a huge difference, not only in the look of the putter, but the sound and performance too, right? Yeah, Tom, we try every year. So we don't come out with a new line every year just because uh, we want it to look prettier. We try to learn, and that great product back then, but it wasn't, you know, I look and I think I can make it cooler and sleeker and sexier. But the perimeter waiting back there, the very original Futura and Futura Phantom, great products. But there's little things after I finished, I thought, man, I should have done this or I could do this better. And then when we bring a line, we bring it because it is better, sounds better, performs better, and so on. Yeah, the reason I asked that question was I know someone who has that putter in their bag, and you're talking to him right now, so I wanted to, I no wanted to ask it. Yeah, yeah. Hey, look, before I let you go, I have to ask you about a line that's, I'm guessing, six months old or whatnot, the Cameron and Crown little line. That is fascinating to me. Share with us a little bit about that. Sure, sure. Well, there's so many people. We've seen the trends of putters getting shorter, and one reason Putting styles have changed. When you think of the great Arnold Palmer and the way he would bend over and, and the elbows are out, you know, you, you think of more of a Tiger Woods era of long Vs. So we have made, we make putters and changeable weights, but uh, the 33-inch putter, we do a lot of custom at 33-inch, and I don't think that the public knew that it was even an option. 
So I decided for Cameron and Crown, it wasn't designed for juniors or men's or ladies. It was designed around a person who needs a smaller putter. So it wasn't manipulated to be that. It was designed to be at 33-inch. And all I've done is taken the two uh, most sought-after models in the Futura line and the two most suited uh, or sought-after putters in the Select line, put those together and made a line called Cameron and Crown, made to be 33-inch. The grip is a bit smaller for smaller hands. So it's everything that the Select and Futura is, but it was made and designed to be at 33-inch. And over time, that the the response to that line has been absolutely incredible. At least on our end, same from you, same from you. Beyond what we could ever imagine. And again, we have made these models in our custom shop, but we have found that people. Uh, you know, don't want to send their putter in. And, and my whole idea was let's not, now we can make it perfect, but it's more manipulation to a 35 inch putter. And let's not manipulate it. Let's just start from the get go and design this around 33 inch and taking consideration the shaft flex, the head weight, and the size of the grip to better suit this golfer. Final question I want to ask you, Scotty. I kind of put this out to my compadres, and they wanted to know this. And I've only asked this one other time, and it was to Jim Nance. Because, you know, Jim Nance, he's done everything, right? Super Bowls, Masters, Final Four, and all that. And the question sure. to Jim was, Jim, if, if Jim Nance has a bucket list, what's on it? And that's what they wanted. people wanted me to ask you. What does Scotty Cameron want to do inside or outside of golf uh, on your bucket list that you may not have done yet? Wow. Wow. Bucket list. Well, I'm, I have uh, been asked uh, many a times to go play uh, Pine Valley, and I am going to do it this year. So I have friends at the Masters, and we do things with them, and I love the relationship that we titles have with the Masters. But Pine Valley is one of those things my buddies have always said, if you have the chance, you got to do it. So this year, I'm going to play Pine Valley. Well, congratulations to you. That's great that you get to fulfill that item, and boy, what a place to... What a place to finally finish it at. But, hey, hey Scotty, thanks, thanks for joining us. Do you have some final words for our listeners and, and our, our team members here at Worldwide Golf that will be listening to this from Scotty Cameron and our friends at Titleist? Absolutely. I want to thank you guys. You know, I've been doing this uh, putters, designing putters uh, for 30 years, and you guys there have taken my products and shown it the right way and given it the love and respect that I design the product with, but from your guys and of selling the product, you've simply taken it and you've done it right. And I appreciate it. Well, thank you so much. You do it right. You've done it right for so long. And it's an honor talking with you, Scotty, best to you. And hopefully we can do it again sometime soon in the future. Tom, thank you very much. Well, there you have it. Scotty Cameron spending about 15 minutes with us talking about putting his putters and his bucket list, everybody has one, and Scotty does as well. Well, many thanks to our good friends at Titleist Golf from Steve Pelisek on down for setting up that interview with Scotty Cameron and to you, our listeners. And we'll do it again next time. We have another episode of Golf Better at WorldwideGolfShops.com. So long, everyone. 